Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune into King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most, and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This undead tale, Story Club members, might make you wake up dead. It's one I call Team Spirit. The horde outside the old house had gathered. They were trying to get in. Kira Green couldn't believe how this day had ended up. First, she was with her 5th grade school volleyball team, and the next thing she knows, they're trying to survive this mindless horde that's trying to kill them. How did things go so wrong? Well, it had started after their volleyball game. Kira's team was at a conference in Las Vegas, which lasted all weekend. As they were driving home on the bus, they stopped off for lunch at this roadside diner. Afterwards, the team wanted to stretch their legs as it was a long and boring bus ride home. Five hours. Near the cafe in the middle of the desert, there was an old mine, and close to that, a weathered farmhouse. The coach and the bus driver stayed behind, but Kira and her winning team wanted to check out the old mine. Signs near the cave read, Danger, do not enter. But the team of six ignored them and went inside. After all, they were feeling pretty invincible after their big win. So they pushed on ignoring the prominent danger signs that also mentioned there might be high levels of radioactivity in the area. A few decades ago, nuclear bombs used to be tested in the area, which led some places to be highly radioactive. But hey, somebody built a roadside restaurant close by, so it couldn't be that toxic, right? Wrong. Kira and her team hadn't gotten too far into the cave, then they all started feeling strange. All of their skin took on a greenish appearance. Kira felt tired and had to sit down to rest. Then, when she woke up, Kira looked at her phone and realized that an entire hour had passed. She woke up all of her friends. None of them looked well. They had a ghastly green hue to their skin, blackened teeth, and bloodshot eyes. When Kira checked her friend Amber Burton's pulse, there was none. Kira then checked her own, and her skin felt cold to the touch. I think we're dead, Kira said. Oh no, Amber said, starting to cry. My mom's going to be so mad at me. But no tears came because the dead cannot cry. How can we be dead? Another player asked. We're walking around. It must have something to do with the radioactivity. We've got to go tell Coach Darcy Briggs. When they climbed out of the cave and into the afternoon light, they were met by a very worried Coach Briggs and a horrified bus driver. What in the world happened to you? The coach asked. She checked Kira's pulse, then looked at her in terror. You don't have a heartbeat. You're, you're dead. Kira smiled with her black teeth. I feel kind of yucky, Coach, but I don't feel dead. 
the bus driver and coach ran screaming. And the next thing they knew, all the patrons of the restaurant, including a couple of state patrol officers, came after them. Kira and her team ran into the nearby abandoned house. It was weathered and run down. They boarded up the windows as best they could and locked the doors. The humans were trying to get them inside. Isn't this supposed to be the other way around? Kira thought. At least that's how it was in every zombie movie she'd ever seen. Weird how fact and fiction were so different. And the fact was, they were in huge trouble. Not only were they dead, but people wanted to get rid of them all over again. Crash! The back door broke down. The humans were flooding in, but Kira had made a discovery. The house had an old cellar, and she and her team had climbed down into it. They bolted the cellar door and looked for a possible avenue of escape, and they found it. There was a passage in this cellar that led back to the mine. The house must have been built by a miner long before they started testing nuclear weapons in the area. The team sprinted down the dark tunnel. Then, after arriving in the cave, they climbed out of it and snuck to the bus. Does anyone know how to drive a bus? I do, Amber said. My mom's a city bus driver and she showed me once. We don't have keys, Amber. Uh, actually, Kira, the bus driver keeps a spare set in a magnetized box under the back wheel well. She sometimes locks her keys in it, so she has a spare. Amber found the spare key, opened the bus doors, and the team of undead volleyball players climbed inside. Amber closed the doors, started the bus, and down the highway, they escaped. Kira couldn't wait to get home and see her family. Even though she'd had lunch, she kind of felt hungry again but oddly for flesh. She wondered if her family would be down for sushi, or if even that would be able to fill this new hunger. Wow, that story was dead on. This one goes out to Liani, who enjoyed Howie's House of Fun and Mombi, and wanted another story that was similar, but also different. So Liani, I hope that you love this zombie horde in reverse story. And beloved listeners, email me at ivy at gokidgo.com, and I'll try to make all your nightmares come true as well. <laughs> right now, I'm craving some lighter fare, so I'm going to go unwind by checking out the other great storytellers on the Go Could Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas and Xavier who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Flusville, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, Story Club members deserve their daily scare fix. Ivy out! Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot 
and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.